All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Mr. Sands, spin the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key in, uh, to any cocktail. And that is the word Zing Zang. All right, don't forget to go to your local liquor store and pick up their ready, pre-made, alcoholic ready drinks. All right, so they come in different flavors as well. Or you can just stick and add your favorite alcohol and stick to the mix. And that is Zing Zang, official sponsor of Sports Grind. Forgot your cases today, uh, Jonas and Harge. I don't get your address from Jonas to get you your cases out there, uh, bro, Zing Zang. Mm-hmm. They've been you sticking. Because they, they, they've been in there. they just been sitting there in the pen, all that thing. And I looked at them like, man, I got to move this stuff out of here. I was like, I gotta, can't drink all of this stuff. Can't, can't drink all mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> like like uh, Chappelle, and, I could. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever I said, Kendrick call it reminds me of the Chappelle show with the with the crackhead with uh, with uh, the dare with Joe Rogan. He's like, look at, he's like, you gotta eat these pictures. He's all sitting there going, I can't eat all of it. <laughs> anyway, it's Friday. Anyway, all right, man. So before we move on, let's okay. I know it's a nightmare, but let's go to the. Uh, AFC side, but before we do that, we got some interaction on um, on Twitter that you want to uh, get out there, Jonas. People participating and being active this Friday yeah. during the show. Uh, we definitely have Casey Rob on there. He's yeah. popping in there. His gift game is on point. His gift yeah. game is on point. So the, it's not words, though. So sorry, Rob. I can't uh, give you anything more than that, bro. But um, we do have a Rebel T13 in here and said, uh, Cal, stop it. He gave you the stop sign and everything, man. He said, hit your brakes. Coach of the year is Matt LaFleur dealing with A-Rod Lion, his drama during the summer. No, sorry. Uh, who was that? Uh, Rebel T13. Rebel without a pause. No, man. And I, and I disagree. Like, LaFleur, he's got Aaron Rodgers. He's had, I mean, no, I don't think so. That is not, in my opinion, that is not more impressive than what Vrabel's done. It's not more impressive what the coach and and Cincinnati's done, uh, Zach. It's not more impressive. Hell, it's, it's as hard says. I mean, he wants to see the Saints in. It's not more impressive than what Sean Payton's done. Sean has lost Drew Brees and basically started with James James Winston. Has gone through two other quarterbacks since then, and they are still playing for a spot Sunday. That's imp- That's coaching, man. That's coach of the year stuff, in my opinion. And go ahead, Jonas. But to a certain point, and I understand we can't necessarily name, you know, LeBron's coaches coach of the years either. But there is something to be said for managing the personality too, right? If the if of the course. roster is talented uh, yes. enough, and I think that's what Rebel T thirteen is trying to get to, is he's saying, you know, for what A Rodge was doing, you know, Aaron Rodgers was doing over the summer. All of the, and then then you add in the vaccination status and you and the the uncertainty of his career and jeopardy and all that. That still didn't the outside noise. And what Rebel ha- and, and what Rebel has to understand that still didn't affect Aaron Rodgers' play on the field that helped Lafleur get those wins. What Rebel T's talking about is more of where I agree with your take, Jonas. What Rebel T's talking about is the Phil Jackson of the world, the people that have got to deal with Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, you know, Shaq, Kobe. That's kind of what he's his take is toward that. In the Aaron Rodgers situation, it's not to that because none of that stuff about I'm um, I'm I'm lying about vaccination, demanding a trade, whatever it might be, none of that has affected Aaron Rodgers on the field, and therefore been a result that Lafleur keeps stacking and running up these W's because of Aaron. 
Fair that's enough. that's the thing, Fair but enough. that's his that's his opinion. All right, let's look at the let's look at the AFC side, uh, Harge, as the playoffs um, in regards to the standings today. Jonas, what do we have in the? We know AFC is a big jambalaya. We know there's three teams that's already been eliminated that was in. That's your Cleveland Browns, my Denver Broncos, along with um, well, the Dolphins third, are the out. Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so when you and and uh, so when you get into it, and of course the Texans are out. Too. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned them. Um, so who all is still in it? The Colts are sitting at number six again. If we say it ends today, the Colts and the Chargers are both in. They take the final two spots. And with that said, keep in mind the Colts play Jacksonville. If I don't, if my memory serves me correct, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since two thousand and fourteen. This fact. is this has been a house of horrors. This is a bad Jacksonville team. But keep in mind, they're coming off of being embarrassed and having 50 dropped on them by New England. Uh, the warm weather down there, you know, Carson had no practice all week last week. We saw what that looked like last week. You know, Zach failed to remember, uh, remember that when he called and said, well, hey, Carson missed a wide I get it, but the man, go look at Hard Knocks this week. They didn't practice all week. Everybody's worried about COVID. I think they took the Raiders a little too lightly. But if they lose... This is, don't be surprised if you look Sunday and you look and flip on the red zone or you just getting in from church and you look down at your phone and you see Jacksonville 10-0, 7-0. I think the Colts are going to win this game. There's no way in hell with what's lying in the line that you think you would lose to Jacksonville, but they ain't won there since 2014, and the Jacksonville's had some bad teams for a while. Exceptions <laughs> of the year that they went to the AFC Championship game with Jalen Ramsey. Other than that, this has been a house of horrors for the Colts. Trust me, and in Indy, down there in Indy, they are talking about that. They understand that, and that's the elephant of the room. They have struggled down there. So we'll see, but keep it going. So they, they've got a win to get in, and who else? So they have to win, and then the Chargers. We, we talked on the Chargers situation the other day. Right about how yep. uh, they would like to tie with the Raiders and hoping for a Colts loss, and then they would both, you know, the Char- Chargers and the Raiders would both squeak their way into the playoffs because they each hold the tiebreaker over the Steelers and the Ravens. Okay, let's make this real easy and sweet, Harge. Uh, so instead of just looking at they get in, let's just talk about the ones that we know that is winner winner take all, and that's the Sunday night matchup with the Chargers and the Raiders. Who gets that ticket, Hart? Who gets that final ticket out of those two? I mean, it's been a great run by the Raiders and what they've done with all this, the, the scandal and player going to jail, another one getting released. And, you know, I, I'm thinking about my man Derek Carr. Derek Carr has done an unbelievable job holding this yeah, team together. He has. The, way he's, the way he's been so professional and doing the things, and then the interim coach has done his thing. But at the end of the day, this is where it gets a little bit tired, right? This is where you went out as a San Diego, excuse me, San Diego, L.A. Chargers. <laughs> you went out there to you got rid of Anthony Lynn because you wanted something new. You wanted something fresh. And you got this coach that goes for it on every fourth down like a maniac. You have to win the games because the biggest story has always been Anthony Lynn couldn't win the big game. Anthony Lynn couldn't get the team to the playoffs. This is where it's at. Said he want to call him San Diego. Everybody. The LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. The LA Chargers win this game, and it comes to an end for the Las Vegas Raiders. So you're going with the so you say it ends for the Las Vegas Raiders. On yeah, the, the Chargers are winning that game. You know, man, they're a three point favorite on the road. 
um, this game will not be in the foundation pick because I probably wouldn't touch this game. But I will tell you, just for the sake, I, this is a hard one for me because I don't know. I, Chargers defense is pretty bad. They can only play. I mean, they play in spurts. And, I mean, it's sad because you got Bosa over there and stuff. They're there because I've always said, and that's why I wouldn't hire them going the season, that their secondary is a little long in the tooth in the back end. And, of course, uh, you know, health has been a problem with them on defense. I'm just scared to go with the Chargers because of the, I don't trust their defense. And, again, you know, the Raiders are coming in with some momentum after doing what they did on the road to one of the hottest teams in the NFL in Indy. And now with that, I do think Indy had the COVID issues with Carson, but also I think Indy took them lightly. But at the end of the day, they still won the game. And this is in Vegas, right? This is in, this is in the desert. I think they're, at, they're in the desert on this one. Um, right. So they are in the, yeah. uh, they are in Vegas for this one. Right. And then we have a question here on Facebook from Frank Valdez about who is the healthier team. And that's a great question. You know, yeah. that you have to consider the health side of things and the Raiders are getting pretty much everybody back. Y'all and Darren Waller was li- limited in practice this week. That one's a very, very key piece. KJ Wright, full, full participant in practice this week. And then, um, you know, you got Derwin James on the other side. The, full practice this week. Full, yeah, he's been, that's hurt them over the years. He just can't stay healthy in that whole year we missed. You know what? I'll make it interesting. I'll just sit there. I, I'm still not hiring them as a football team because I think like cards, I think they're going to get tired and run out of gas. They would maybe be one and done. But until charges show me otherwise, I probably would probably roll with the Raiders. I mean, that's a 50-50 game. I mean, you know, right, in regards right, to that's a right. point toss, but, uh, but we'll see. Uh, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Paul. Paul, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Paul? Yes, sir. Say, uh, I've been listening to you all for quite a while, and every time you mention it, it takes me back to when I was living in New Mexico, and there was an um, all-star basketball player, and he turned pro. His name was Ira Hards. And I wondered if there was any uh, relationship there. Hey, uh, thanks for the phone call, Paul. Is, is yeah, is that your cousin Harge? Who are we talking no, about? You got he, not, he's not my Kim. Oh, okay. I got, I, got a cousin, <laughs> I got a cousin named Ira Clark, but not Ira Harge. Oh, okay. And he was the basketball player at Texas. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, Paul, but that's it. You yeah. got anything else, Paul? Did he hang up? Well, Paul? one one other thing since y'all were talking about the uh, playoffs. My own opinion is the Cowboys might win one game. I, I have ab- absolutely no confidence. Let me ask you a question. You you watch Zach. He's got all the time in the world back there, and I would say six out of six out of ten of his passes are are drop off passes to you know the the fourth choice or something. He's afraid to throw the damn ball. Mm. Well, thanks for the phone call, Paul. Um, I, I disagree with that. I, I, don't, I don't think Dak is scared to throw the ball. I think we, it's fair if people want to still talk about his accuracy, if people are still not in love with their accuracy on this. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't think Dak is scared to throw the ball. I just think that, you know, it's one of those situations to where, I mean, he, he didn't, I mean, he didn't have surgery on a hangnail. Okay. I mean, he's coming off of a serious surgery that if I'm not mistaken, he got infected during the whole process of the rehab coming to get back. I think Dak has been fine up until dealing with a calf issue at New England. I think, and I stand by this and not trying to make excuses for him, but I believe you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. 
I think Dallas can win the Super Bowl. It just depends. They've got to continue building on these pieces and continue to build around Michael Parsons on the defensive line. And you probably do need to retool the offensive line a little bit, get a little longer than two. But I think Dak Prescott, you can win a Super Bowl. I didn't figure that. I don't think you could have won the Super Bowl with Tony Romo. That's just my opinion. I mean, you know, you're the Tony Romo fans. I thought, oh, well, he didn't have this talent. He didn't have the talent Dak had. Oh, Tony didn't play with garbage. Okay, the bottom line with Tony, he just didn't take, in my opinion, he didn't take his career serious enough until he got later on in the career. He was too busy running around with Jessica Simpson and and all this. And, and, and look where he came from, the draft. And nobody, I mean, he was having fun. He was living a dream. He didn't take it serious till later on. That's College my opinion. football Hall of Famer, Tony yeah. Romo now. Oh, they got him he, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. I was at the ceremony. That's was, right. You're I'm sitting me. there looking at him. I'm like, this dude is in the Hall of Fame for college. Well, that was going to stop right there. <laughs> I mean, you won't be you won't be coming out here and say I was in Canton and Tony was sitting right there. We gonna stop. Maybe we're broadcasting, maybe in broadcasting, but not there. And you know what? And I'll say this because I don't want to lose the last couple segments of the show. But I've always said that if he would have just got to one Super Bowl, even if he would have lost, I think then yeah. you would there would be if you look at his numbers, and because that's the defend the people that defend Tony. If you look at his numbers. You could make an argument to that. Eventually, he might have because who he played get in, but he had to at least get to one, and that happened. Let's keep it going. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Rebel. Rebel, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up? What up, Cal? What up, fellas? What up, man? Hey, uh, I got to disagree with you. Uh, with you. <laughs> Are you this is Rebel? Are you talking about the Aaron Rodgers thing? Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't called the show since the days of uh, Rudy J and uh, Salami. I got you. I got you. So right. give me why you disagree. Well, like I, like I said on Twitter, uh, Malifor has got to do with A-Rod, A-Rodge, his, his drama all during the summer, his, well, well, I leave, I don't, no, no, and uh, all that. All of his drama. Uh, let, let me let me ask you okay. something, brother. Let me let me help you here a little bit. If if you if you take if if you is, is not go ahead. Yeah, is he has been vaccinated? He says he's been knocked Come on. But I'm talking about if you take Aaron Rodgers off that team, how many games is Matt Lafleur winning with the Packers? Uh, with Devontae Adams. Uh, who's throwing it to him? Huh. All right, Rebel. Thanks okay. for the phone call, man. Thank you for being a loyal listener, man. It's Friday. It's Friday. Rebel, Rebel got started a little early. Thank, thanks for the phone call, Rebel. Thanks for the phone call. Don't worry. I'm about to join you in about another about an hour and a half. All right? Uh, listen. No, man. You can't. No. No, that's Rebel's opinion. It's, it, but no, it's not. And, and I think LaFleur's a good coach. I mean, I don't think just anybody could walk in and win 13 games just because you're coaching Aaron Rodgers. There's some people that think that. I'm not one of those. I'm just saying you can't have both. Not with what we're seeing from Vrabel, what we're seeing from uh, Zach and Cincy. What we're, hell, the, 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 the intern coach for the Raiders deserve at least half a vote from somebody. Look what he's couple. doing. He might get a couple. You see what I'm saying? He might get a couple, yeah. I mean, Sean Payton, like I said, man, he's in contentions in week 18 with nobody at quarterback injuries. You know, I just know. I just and again, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is not saying that he's the favorite or he's going to win. There's people that have been basically talking and say he's going to get some. But what about Lafleur? And it got me thinking, like, yeah, I don't know if you can have both of them. I don't. Not with the other jobs we got. Okay, real quick, Harge from that. So we talked about that. Let's talk more about being GM for coming Monday. 
and Black Monday. Okay. okay? Um, okay. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to start with uh, the obvious that you said, Matt Nagy. I'm going to say Matt yep. Nagy, and I'm going GMs on this list too because they're going to be noticed. They're going to be news too on Black Monday on how many GMs are lost too. So I'll go with Nagy and the GM in Chicago. That's a package deal. GM might survive, but I doubt it. The next one that needs to be right out of right after him is uh, Gettleman in New York, the GM. They're going to already said they're going to roll with Judge one more year. That's why I don't even know why yep. Judge had to have that press conference trying to sell us. Like, man, they already told you you were good. So are you trying to sell us yeah, some Sometimes good? that's the yeah. people trying to talk too much. Exactly. You know, they, exactly. They get in there and be like, man, oh, you're exactly. about to tell a lie. You're talking yeah. way too much. Yeah. So Gettleman's out. Okay. Um, I told you, Nagy. Um, this is mine. Uh, Coach Zimmer. I have him on there. Um, as we go to break. Uh, there was a couple. There was a couple more, but I'm going to go the obvious ones. I think, in my opinion, you got Zimmer there. He's going to be one, um, and then we'll continue this when we get back, and we'll get hard sides of things. Uh, Spurs, like I said, they're in action tonight with Philly. We had a question about Dejounte Murray on on Facebook Live. We'll ha- try to answer that when we get back before we get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind one eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven sixty. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just wanting to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, 1-800-707-9760. And this segment here is going to be sponsored by Cover 3. Cover 3 has locations here in San Antonio and in Austin and the surrounding areas, and it is Friday. So what does that mean for Cover 3, Harge? Well, you know that the weekend specials have started. So in San Antonio, right there in the lovely city, you got ribeye steak tacos as a specialty. Mm. And you also got the Oscar filet, Oscar style filet with the lump crab on there in San Antonio. In Round Rock, you have the Southwestern burger, Jack cheddar cheese on that thing with some white mm. queso. 
Mm. And uh, and cover two, you have the dynamite shrimp tacos and made with a special sauce, letting you know it's dynamite. <laughs> cover dash three dot com. Go to cover dash three yes. for the latest. Zing Zang. I mean, Zing Zang. Cover three, <laughs> official sponsor of the sports grind. Dude, if, Zing if, Zang is too. Though. They huh? are. Yeah. If my mic would have been on, you would have heard my stomach rumble when you mentioned uh, those prime rib tacos, dude. Prime rib tacos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ribeye, ribeye steak, ribeye steak. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, ribeye steak tacos. Also, I don't, want, I don't want people showing up in there. Right, right, about, right. Oh, we yeah. got some prime rib. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, man, I heard heard rib and tacos. Tacos. Yeah. I didn't hear anything else. Just yeah, my stomach right. just going. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. All right, man. Before we go on, shame on me because usually we do this at the uh, beginning of the show. But uh, Sydney Portier, age ninety four. Yes passed away uh this morning and if i'm not mistaken i mean of course this is before my time but i know sydney if i'm not mistaken i think he was the first african-american person i don't know i know for sure a man i don't know if female as well too but uh to win an oscar so you know he's been legendary but you know passed away at 94 so thoughts and prayers to his family definitely uh, a legend in his right uh mr sydney portier opened the doors for a lot of uh black actors um back in the day so Rest in peace to him. Um, also, uh, before we get out of here, okay, so real quick, we've got to continue the list. Um, yep. So mine, and, and again, I'm going to continue, and a few more that I've got. I've got the um, other one that will be let go will be, uh, of course, it would be uh, offensive coordinator Pat Shermer of Denver. He's going to be gone. Now, the only reason why I don't have Vic on this list is because I, even if Vic goes, I don't think that decision is coming that as quick as Monday. From everything that I'm reading uh, from the Adam Scheffners of the world, the people that cover that team, um, is the fact that they're still contemplating on his future. He might be staying. They might give him another year to go ahead and fire a coordinator, but that's the only reason why I'm not putting Vic on this list. And the other one, I'm going to have, because I already gave you Coach Zimmer. I gave you Nagy. That's hard as mine for sure, Nagy. I gave you Zimmer. I gave you um, the coordinators, GMs. I think that's the only ones that I can anticipate. Anything else is going to be uh, interesting. I think the Carolina situation is interesting, but I think Matt Rule survives another year. I don't really think that they would let them him go right after only two years. Uh, but those are the ones that I have for sure that I know. And there's always a surprise here and there. But who do you got? Who do you have, Harge? Pete Carroll. Pete wow. Carroll. I think that's going to be it's, – it's time. We've talked about it. We talked about the fact that things aren't what it used to be. And uh, in my podcast, every single time, don't believe everything you see because even salt looks like sugar. And that's where mm. he's at right now. That's where he's at and that's where he's doing this because – if you look at where this organization has gone, it's not improved. It is not improved. The deep, like we talked about, we talked about this at nauseum. This is not the Legion of Boom anymore. Right. The league is different. The league has changed. And if you're not being, you know, aggressive and doing some of the things that you that got you this great job, you can't be the you can't be the same and you can't stay in the same place. So I think Pete Carroll will be one of those people that are let go. Or maybe, maybe let's let's say this. Maybe he walks away. Maybe okay, he my, does that. My they qu- might give that to him. My question was, do you but do you think that's as soon as Monday? Because Monday is usually the ones that they know without a doubt. Like it's been waiting. We're just trying to wait the season. You could even see Pete that decision coming on Pete Carroll on Monday as quick as Monday. I can see it happening by Monday. Because we've talked I, about what what which way is it going to go? Is it going to be Russ? 
or is it going to be Pete? It I'd, may be both. The be, it, be both. it could be. I'd be surprised if it's quick as Monday. Um, but yeah. I do think that definitely there, the divorce is coming between those two in some form or fashion. But like you said, it might be both. Because I think if Russell really wants to leave, if I'm running Seattle, I'm okay, fine. I'm trading you, getting something back or whatever, however his thing is. I know he has no trade clause or he can opt out of this year. I don't know for sure. But then, of course, I'm probably letting Pete Carroll go. I'm just blowing it up and getting new people in here yep. and starting over. Um, who else you got? You already said well, Nagy. You, you, and you mentioned Gettleman. I think it's time okay, for him yeah. too because he's he's proven that he hasn't built a a contender around Big Blue since he's been there. It's been a yeah, disaster. He's... Even the even the Joe Judge hiring came out of nowhere. Everybody was like, "Huh, what?" True, good point. Coach good point. and a, a, but he's ended up being good, and the players are 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 seem to be responding to him, especially after that first week where he had them running gassers or something, yeah. something crazy. He'll be on the he'll come in next year on the warm seat. He'll be on the hot seat yeah. coming in 2022. Yeah, I got and you. And then I also believe that along with your offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer, I think your boy Vic is gone. So you think Vic is on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's going to be interesting to sit there and watch to see that. Speaking of coaches and stuff, you know, uh, reports are that Jacksonville is going to interview Bill O'Brien as well. Um, you know, I know Bill O'Brien, we didn't get into it yesterday, but I know he made a, uh, a comment about the uh, transfer portal in college. He said, yeah, it's like the NFL free agency except with no rules. You know, and I was thinking like, damn, Bill, when are you? Because I'm, I'm coming to school where you didn't really hear any uh, Nick Saban's assistant getting to talk to the media. But I guess <laughs> Bill's like, well, I'm going to give you my two cents on that. But he's going to interview with the Jacksonville job, which I could see. I mean, Bill O'Brien, I mean, he he won. I mean, he's got he's won in Texas. I mean, he got them into the playoffs. I mean, the, he wasn't a good GM. His decisions as GM is really what got him fired. But, but yeah, but that doesn't surprise me that he's going to get interviewed uh, with Jacksonville. Also, speaking of coaches and stuff, hard. What do what do we got? I know you. I haven't put my ear to it, but I'm hearing coming down the wire that a lot of things are uh, popping in the uh, USFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The USFL obviously is going to be spring football. I really believe that this is going to be one of those leagues that back in the day, remember, we used to watch a lot of it, and there was a bunch of uh, high name players that was there. Jim Kelly was in the USFL. Oh. Doug Flutie was in the US. Herschel Walker was in the USFL. So now they're forming it again. It's going to happen this spring. We're going to have spring football again. But some of the names that have been placed as coaches are Todd Haley, Kevin Sumlin, Mike Riley, and uh, Bart Andrews. And there's going to be more. Those are just the first four that were named. And Kevin Sumlin will be running the Houston Gamblers. Wow. He'll be the head coach for the Houston Gamblers. Todd Haley, I mean, Todd Haley, you remember him? He's a uh, he's the one that got into it with everybody on the oh, sideline. Oh yeah. I don't talk. Yeah. He's going to be the Tampa Bay Bandits. Um Mike Riley is going to be coaching uh the New Jersey Generals. Remember that back in the day as well. Yeah. They, they, that Houston back Gamblers is I remember that. I remember that uniform because that's the one that Kelly played for, right? Yeah, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly yeah. yeah, I remember Ice that. Cube, Gerald McNeil. You know, wow. that's where they was. That was that fun and gun league. You yeah, know, that, I think at one point I believe Jim Kelly was one of the highest paid players, and that's where Buffalo got him from. Yeah, want to go to? He didn't want to go play in the NFL, so he went yep. to the USFL. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep, they had his yep. rights and whatever, and then they finally yep. end up going back to play for Buffalo. Yeah, yep. and this league gets started in spring. You said right, they're yep. relaunching this league. I just hope that it's again. 
It's tough, man. It is tough to make any of these leagues work and stay for a while. Whether you don't go straight up against the NFL, I mean, no one's going to do that. But even if you do, I think there's going to be one of these that hopefully will stick around. I mean, because to me, the Arena Football League is the only league, in my opinion, that has really stood the test of time for a long time that was coexistent as the NFL goes. So I always think it's not necessarily just because you don't go up against the NFL, you provide football in the spring and summer. It's really about the product and really putting it the right names together. And maybe this is why some of these names you hear uh, that are coaching to kind of get that credibility of a lead to go. But wish them good luck and to see that's that's going. I mean, with the with the merging and the explosion of gambling, too, is going to help right. them in general, too, in regards to just getting eyes from the uh, – degenerates of the world and the gamblers of the world that just want to bet like, Oh, you're the better football. You give me a line in football and I'll go ahead and bet it. That, that'll help a little bit for regards to the ratings and able to survive and stuff. What do you got Jonas? Just that uh, the credibility to this league gets a little bit bigger. Uh, Mike Pereira of Fox sports. He'll be the head of officiating. Um, and, 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 and the, the, I think they call it executive of officiating. And then uh, Daryl Moose Johnston, Former oh, cowboy, move. he'll be executive vice president of football operations. Of course, was um, he running that San Antonio team? At I was point? gonna say, yeah. So mm-hmm. you had uh, Moose was uh, the GM in San mm-hmm. Antonio for the Commanders, and even Mike Riley was the head coach of that. You know, if you go back a, just a little ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I'm Moose Johnson, um, as long as I've got Emmett Smith's phone number on my phone, I should never. My family <laughs> should never want anything. Emmett owes D- Daryl Johnson. The world. I've always said I've got a lot of pushback and hate because it's part of the oh, I'm sure Dallas hate, but I've always said, damn, Daryl Johnson and that lot of we don't even get to the line. That Daryl Johnson cleared a lot of snow plow out for old old number twenty two um coming back, the old moose. Um also, uh what else we got? Okay, we had a question before we move on. We had a question on uh Facebook Live in regards to the Spurs which they're back in action, like I said, tonight against Philly, seeing if they can make it two in a row. What is the question, uh, Jonas? So it came in here from Alex Perez. Uh, Are the Spurs close to having an identity? It seems like uh, DJ DeJounte uh, is running running the point, and Keldon uh, is playing just great as of late. And what do you think about Derek White? Uh, He's a little bit of a roller coaster. Uh, He said Spurs Nation. Um. I, I, there's an identity. I don't know about an identity. I would say in regards to DeJounte Murray, obviously with his absence for a week or so, and we saw them struggle, and then he came back against Boston. When they're going to go as far as he go, I think the team is definitely, they need him on the court. Um, he's the guy that has showed the consistency of where he's been out there. Uh, Derek White is, yes, he's a roller coaster up and down. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not, I mean, you know, Derek has, he's not as bad as he was at the beginning of the season, but I think with DeJounte, DeJounte is definitely a consistent and is the pillar that I think is going Now, If you want to call that an identity, that's fine. I don't think they really have, because when you say identity, <clears throat> identity means, especially we talk basketball, uh, this team can't play defense, but damn it, they can shoot the three well. Damn it, they can't, you know, they can't shoot the three well, but damn it, they play defense and they rebound. See, we can't say that about the team on East Houston because they really don't – there's not one thing that they can really lay their hat on consistently, and therefore that's not really an identity, in my opinion. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm here Monday through Friday. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that the assist game – is definitely on the uptick. Jonas, they're they moving. Have, they're, they're moving no, the ball well. No, I think Jonas, is is there no. is 
They no. are establishing. It's not no. an established identity, but they Jonas are would establishing. Be good at, jo- Jonas, like, like I, you know what? I, I pat myself on the back. I would sit there and say I was put on the earth to do a lot of things, and one of the things is I'm pretty much a good salesperson of just what I would, you know, making you understand this is what's going to be. And I could even not even sell Hoover vacuums, but I think Jonas is basically can sit there and find a way to make you understand why you have to even have a Hoover vacuum in 2022. You put spins on every like no man. He's I just a gave beacon you, of positivity. Yeah, thought of that. Yeah, just positive. Like man, just meter everything going on. Like I mean, Jonas would have been right there with the band on the Titanic. Man, that water ain't that cold, man. You know, we could actually be in the desert. We could be in the desert and dying of of no water. We just on this Titanic, man. Ride it out. People just sitting in life rafts. That's that's you know that's Jonas. Hey, man, no, they they you usually say, hey, man, that team they can't shoot, but man, they'll lock you up. No, it's not that. Don't pass the ball rotation. But Dejounte hey, Murray, they are getting a lot of assists. Exactly. The, the exactly. way that they're moving the ball is on the uptick. Yeah. Oh, man, come on, man. Everybody has uh, to start somewhere. Yeah, I feel you. All right, foundation picks will be out tomorrow. Um, Harge has been on fire for the last month. Um, I'm treading water as we seem. You know, that week before I was four and two. Last week, I think I even went like uh, two and four to five. Yeah, exactly. Could be worse. (laughs) Could be at 30% for the year. But the foundation picks, Jonas, they're going to be out tomorrow on not just on Twitter, but where are they going to be? Yeah, we now have a website out there, y'all. Okay. Sportsgrindonline.com. Okay. Check it out. Well, I'll start, but you can go there, listen to the podcast right from the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the feature segments that we put out there on social media, those also get an article there. So you can read a little bit of the background to what it is we're talking about and then decide whether you want to watch the video or not. And, uh, of course, uh, support our sponsors there, too, sportsgrindonline.com. Sportsgrindonline.com. So check it out. Get the podcast there from every day. Our foundation picks will be up there tomorrow because we've got games kicking off tomorrow. And can't wait. When we come in here Monday, it's going to be breaking down that national championship game, Georgia oh, yeah. and Alabama. You know, it's hard to beat a good team twice in one year. But this is, I mean, Georgia, this is. You know, this is going to be very interesting. Job ever. Oh, Calvin. man. To beat this team, man, on paper, this game is not really supposed to be. Georgia on paper and this. And you know what? Just just a little tease there. If the, You know, either you can look at it, like I told you, if they lose to Alabama again, this is a mental thing with Georgia and Kirby. Or it could just be this come down to like, yeah, Georgia's the better team on paper, but Alabama got the better quarterback. You know, it could be one of those things. But Monday, we're going to have a chance to break that down. Why are we even talking? Then we got an FCS title game tomorrow. Yes. You guys, uh, North Dakota State is in their ninth championship game in the last 11 years. That's the home of Carson Wentz, right? Carson, Trey Lance, Easton Mm -hmm. Stick, Billy Turner, the offensive lineman. They've got nine guys in the pros right now. And they're going going up against Montana State. Yeah, we well, talking and about the former coach is the head coach of K State, Chris Kleidman. Oh, okay. the head coach of K State was the one that put them on that run oh, for a hell. while, and then he came well, over to we, the Big Twelve. We talk about where the pushback for the NFC North and the NFC East. Where the hell is the pushback up there in Bison Country? <laughs> they, they, they in there well, every day. It's coming damn... tomorrow. It's oh, coming tomorrow. Okay. All right. All right, it's man. Coming tomorrow. All right. Well, that's a wrap, man, for the day and for the week. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark, Mike Hard. Special thanks to Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in 
the Shot City. People down the whole 305 South Florida region, when that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, hit the snooze button before you were out the rack to sash yourself. You grind in peace. See you on Monday.